Hi, I'm Manny De La Cruz, and I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this uh, podcast. So today I want to talk about your resume and how it should be closely integrated with your elevator speech. And the idea here is, and I'll give you a little background, right? So I've had the privilege of being able to recruit with ExxonMobil for over seven years. And in that time, I've seen plenty of, uh, you know, hopefuls, um, interns and and first-time engineers uh, come to the recruiting table and just get frozen or or struggle when I ask them to tell me about themselves. So, again, uh, the topic we're going to discuss here is just hopefully my recommendation on uh, how to be prepared and how to be thinking about your uh, resume as the outline for your brand, your story. And, and, and I keep on using the elevator speech because at the end of the day, your intro and that question at the recruiting table, your response needs to be short, concise, and uh, to the point. So we'll start there and uh, we'll see how the ideas develop. So the elevator speech is a 30 second commercial about you. And the key word there is you, right? This shouldn't be a bunch of fluff words. It should really get to the essence of what your best uh, attributes are or what you're most proud of, et cetera. So again, the tie I wanna make here is to say, hey, so you're at the recruiting table, you've waited in line for hours, your legs are getting tired, your shoes are uncomfortable, and now you gotta get to the point where you're gonna go up there and the recruiter's on the other end and the conversation has to start somewhere. And uh, it's not gonna be uh, surprising when that uh, recruiter says, hey, why don't you tell me about yourself? And you're right, that this is the point where you, somewhere in between here, you've handed them your resume and, and now you wanna talk. And so, my experience has been that sometimes there's a big disconnect between what's coming out of a person's mouth and what I'm trying to capture and read uh, on this resume. And in my opinion, I think the two should be uh, closely tied. So if you think of the traditional um, format of a resume, right? If you can imagine a resume that you've seen or that you've written yourself, at the very top is gonna be basic information about your name, you know, your address, uh, and your, your email and so on, right? So the very first top information is just introductory. These are the facts about me and how you get a hold of me. And then your second section of your resume might be uh, something along the lines of your education, right? Especially if you're a student, this is probably the first information that needs to come out. It's typically your school, the major that you're going after, uh, when you expect to graduate, and hopefully your GPA. And we'll have a complete different conversation about GPA and my thoughts on that on a different different episode. Right, so now you kind of have that um, story around the school that you're going to. If you happen to have gone to community college and you're transferred into a, a, a four-year school, it'll say that. Or if hey, you're doing uh, you you you're you're a postgraduate now, and now you're an undergraduate, right? That all is going to be in this section called education. Then you start getting into your experiences, right? And there's a couple of different schools of thought on how to organize them there. I'm always of the opinion that you should put the information that is your strong, that tells your strongest story. So your strongest story is gonna be around your, uh, your technical or relevant experience, AKA some internships that you've had or some research opportunities that you've done, then that's gonna be the, the information that comes out there. 
Then somewhere you might have non-technical experience. Hey, you worked, right? There's, I, when I was in school, I had to work uh, full-time. So a a lot of the um, experiences that I had came from the jobs that I held that had nothing to do with engineering in the first place. Then there's going to be a section of information around your leadership. And this is typically where you talk about, hey, I'm a... Uh, I'm an active member in a club or, hey, I'm the chapter president of my engineering association club on site. And so there I kind of describe three different sections of experience in, uh, of your experiences, right? Whether it's something that's technically relevant, whether it's something that's non-technically relevant or your uh, leadership experience as a student. Now, what order you talk about those to me, this is where you start making these ties. And if you have a plan, you're going to open up with that that speaks the loudest about your current situation. So in my example, right, so for me, I didn't have the first time I was trying to line up an internship. I didn't have any previous experience and I didn't have a whole bunch of research either. So my strongest stories and my strongest experiences came uh, from my experiences as a student leader. So right below the school information, I had my uh, leadership experience as a president and then eventually a national representative for Mayas, which is a society of, of uh, Mexican and American engineers and scientists, right, at the time, uh, later to be called Latinos in Engineering Science. But anyways, so I had, I was the president of my chapter, then I was a student, you know, national student representative, and that was the immediate information that I had after I talked about what school I went to and my GPA and that the fact that I wanted to be a mechanical engineer. Then below that, again, I have no internships, I have no research. So now I talked about my work experience. I had been a general man, uh, a, yeah, general manager of a service shop, an automotive service shop. I had worked in restaurants as a lead waiter in the past. Uh, I had been recommended to be, you know, I, I occasionally would be assistant, like backfill the uh, the manager of some uh, of some fast food restaurants that I worked in. So these were then parts of my story that came in afterwards. At the very bottom, right, then this is where I started talking about, hey, what I thought were relevant skills, right, or some hobbies, et cetera, and so forth. So, again, if you're thinking through the normal or, 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 or general sense of, 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 of a resume, there's some order to how the information is put on there. In my opinion, if you are going to have a 30-second speech about yourself that is going to tell your story the best there's no reason why the order of the information on your resume shouldn't be in the exact same way so if you have a plan for for an elevator speech and if you have a plan as you're writing your resume and you're planning for that initial conversation or that one time that you get in front of that recruiting after waiting for hours and you're hungry and and, and you have other things on your mind, the, the final that you're trying to pass, et cetera. And once you're there, and if the recruiter says, hey, so tell me about yourself. Again, if you've, if you've thought this through, there's no reason why a strong branded commercial about yourself shouldn't come out. And again, it should reflect the order of the information as it's placed on your resume. So you've thought through your plan and now you got yourself ready. I uh, just wanted to kind of share an example of, uh, of what mine sounded like, right? So hello, my name is Manny De La Cruz. I'm currently going to the University of Texas San Antonio 
I'm pursuing a mechanical engineering degree. I do like to mention that I am a community college transfer. I'm very proud of that. Uh, I'm a non-traditional student, so I started school uh, when I was um, 23. Uh, so I don't have a ton of, of, of technical experience. However, my I have had the privilege of serving my uh, Mayas chapter at uh, SAC as the president, and now I'm a national student representative, which has given me insights to how uh, professionals work in the boardroom. And so I'm, I'm, I'm eager to let you know about some of those experiences in an interview. Uh, I do have a ton of uh, work experience. I've been a, a uh, in management positions, not again, not in engineering, but again, I have uh, what I think are strong enough skills that I developed in these jobs because I always had a tendency to lean towards the training aspects of any kind of job that I had. So again, I feel that those are pretty important things that we can uh, talk about in this interview. I'm eager to work. Uh, I'm eager to find a, an opening opportunity that'll challenge me as a mechanical engineer and that uh, and, and looking at some of the information that I've read online about your company, I think we are a good match and I look forward to talking with you. Well, I hope this helped you out. If anything, uh, kind of give you a different idea of how to kind of blend together your 30 second elevator speech and your resume. And, and hopefully you're a little bit more prepared for when that question comes that anybody asks you of, hey, why don't you uh, tell me about yourself? Uh, I look forward to your comments. I'm, I don't claim to be the expert and I'm very open to seeing some commentary and maybe other professionals share their insights. If you would uh, leave a comment in, the, in this LinkedIn posting uh, that I plan to attach this with. Uh, if not, uh, drop me uh, a message. Uh, thanks. Thanks.